intercessors of the first service. You know, when Pastor was preaching in the first service, he said that when Peter went back to the, then they went back to the river and they threw the net. Um, Peter was going back this time around because of the word of God. When he threw the net, the word answer the fishes answer to the word of God because in the beginning the Bible said that everything was created by the word so in this service as we all partake in this service ready to hear the word of God I want you to know that there is nothing that is affecting you that was not created by the word of God even all the spirits all the angels Put all the demons, put them together. Put all the angelic races. They were all created by God. There was nothing that was not created by the word of God. And I believe that in this service, that the word of God will come to that area of your life. That area that you thought that maybe it is a, a by God. And you will see transformation in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to be blessed by God this morning? Are you ready to be blessed by God this morning? The word of God saying, The Spirit entered into me as He spake unto me. Come and rise on your feet with me as we are about to receive the precious Holy Ghost, as we are about to receive special gift from God, as if God is going to use His servant to speak unto us. We are going to receive grace, we are going to receive healing, we are going to receive transformation. Put your hands together with me. Solution, healing, deliverance, next level results. Now lift your voices as we thank God for His words. And Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you because your word is powerful. Thank you for the power of your word that is going to do wonderful things for us in this service once again. Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Because your word is weak, your word is powerful. We thank you, Lord, for what your word is doing in our lives. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the power that is in your work that is going to walk wonders in our lives today. We return the glory back to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you because your word is present in our midst through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We acknowledge you. Breathe upon us afresh. You are the teacher. No man can teach. 
like you do Holy Spirit. You are the spirit of revelation. No man can reveal Jesus like you can Holy Spirit. Comforter teacher. Look at all of us. We've come not to look at any man but to hear, receive and be impacted by the word. Precious Holy Spirit, minister the word of life to us. Let the word come alive in our spirits afresh. We refuse to be familiar with you. Reign supreme in this God, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. Glory be to God. If you were not in service on Tuesday, you really missed. We had our first operating round table service on Tuesday. And it was the first of its kind where we had a dinner set up for our Tuesday service. And the word of God was served hot on each table, you know. It was a very unique experience. We're going to be having the part two. We're going to be having the part two this coming Tuesday. How many of you were really blessed on Tuesday? And already after hearing some wonderful, you know, testimonies of what took place on Tuesday. So this coming Tuesday service you know, most of us have never attended a round table service before where you is a dinner set up for a service. Maybe, you know, when I mean a dinner set up, the tables are set, you know, in a church for its service. So I want to encourage you, it's an experience that you will not want to miss. It's an experience that is very nice. I don't know when we'll be you. You guys are doing a fantastic job. When our sound team or technical team wants you to know they are working, they will make something make noise. So that we will remember them. So put your hand together for the sound team. <laughs> because they are, we don't easily remember them. So they will make sure that the thing is making noise. They, all of us will remember that there are some people in that room who are, who are making things to work. <laughs> Glory be to God. So, Tuesday is going to be another time that um, you cannot afford to miss. It's going to be in the same setting, maybe with one or two adjustments we are going to make to have more tables because last week the tables, the tables were not sufficient. We didn't expect so many guests at our Bible dinner service. All right, so we're going to have another Bible dinner service um, this coming Tuesday. All right, so I think you just give it a shot and try and come around to experience Bible dinner service. Will you try? It's a good experience to have. Glory be to God. Now, before I minister the word um, fully on the subject of today, 
um, Acts chapter 2 verse 46 Acts chapter 2 verse 46 says and the continuing day and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat did eat they are meet with gladness and singleness of heart. Here you will see that the Bible says that they continue daily in the temple. And they continue to break bread from house to house. They were having communion in houses. As a church, one of the challenges of maybe if you are joining a church newly or for the first time or perhaps you've been around we all unconsciously have this no clear family mindset I don't want anybody to know me too much in this place perhaps because of the last experience you had where you were coming from You know, I just want to test the ground small so that I will see how the place is first. Am I not right? Is it not some of the things that occur to us? Let me wait small, you know, so that I don't show myself fully yet. Papa, why are you laughing? You were like that too, right? <laughs> But you know, the experiences we've had in life as a way of shaping our ideology. As a pastor, one of the greatest battles I've had to fight is to keep the sanity of the church and make it what Jesus designed it to be. There are so many battles I fought as a pastor of this church, which has made me the enemy of quite a number of people. But you know why I do some of those things? I gave my life to Christ at the age of 12. I've been a Christian for some time. Growing up, I've attended churches where you cannot tell whether they are APC or PDP fighting in the church. I remember one of the churches that I attended. The church, the building is still there today in, a, in an area called Ojodu there. But there's no single soul in that church anymore. Not one single soul was left by the time the devil was through with that church. What was it? Politics and sin. Two things scatters a church very fast. Politics. Where this one says, I'm for Paul, 
and for Silas. You know what I mean? There is no church that does not have its own unique politics unless it's not a church. The next thing is sin. But if you can deal with sin, you can deal with politics in the church. This church I told you, it was a period my family were going through a trying period. So my mother had to allow one of my sister to be a housemaid to one of the deacons in the church. And she came back and told us that this deacon had calabash under his bed. When she was killing, she said, and this deacon used to bring a man to the house who used to come and do incantation and give them special thing to eat. The deacon of the church. So you see, when the Lord called me to, to start the ministry, knowing what I have seen in time past, the first goal is not to go after the crowd, but to go after raising a people that will fear God. If there is anything that is lacking from pastors to church members today, is the fear of God in our church. And the Bible says that is why judgment will not start from the club. It will not start from the beer parlor. It will start from the house of God. So, when the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, that the word of the Lord, every scripture is breathed by, uh, given by the inspiration of the Lord, and is profitable for direction, for rebuke, for correction, for reproof, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished. Why am I saying this? We must understand that the church, if the devil can defeat the church, he has defeated the society. We have so many churches having services today. But by Monday, when we go back to where we work, there is no sign often that we have been to church. So Nigeria is one of the most populous places that had churches. But well, how come we don't see the church in us? By the time we go to work on Monday, go to our various offices, because we do not understand the fear of God. That being said, I do know that as a pastor, those who don't like me will never like me because you will see that I will look you eyeball into eyeball. And uh, sometimes I will say, even if you want to leave the church, after I tell you this, you can leave, I will give you transport fare. I've told by the number of people that and they became very offended. Because you see, the truth of the matter is that at a point, we want to people to tell us what will make us feel good and not what will glorify God. 
The truth is not cold stone ice cream. The truth is bitter. So if we must be Christian, we must be people who embrace the truth because the truth will not always make you feel good. Are you with me, people? But the church is the last resort. There are three pillars of society that builds life. The home, the school, and the church. Because we are Christian, I will use the church. When you look at the other religion, the church, the doctrine of the church emphasizes majorly on character. The home may fail. The school may fail. I witnessed to a young lady about three months ago. The school that is in our area here, the lady told me that she's a member, she's in JSS 1 or JSS 2. Said, but she's a member of the cult in the school. Just the school in our area here. So I asked, what do you do? Said, oh, sometime. Said, to join the cult, the school, not, not, I'm talking about, I don't know the name of this school at this Gorilla Gate Junction there. What's the name of that school? Lab, Labasco. Saka, yeah. Saka School. I'm talking, that's where this girl I was preaching to attend. Saka Tinobu, whatever school. She said, the first criteria to join the cult is we must make blood covenants. So, they cut themselves in places that their parents cannot easily see. I'm not talking about far away. I'm talking about something that happened about three months ago. And all of them will put the blood together, mingle it, and drink it. Genesis 1 and 2. I am not talking about, that's why I can mention the name of the school she says she attends. Because I was on the street when I was talking to her. Mingle blood together. Whether the blood has HIV or whatever, and they will then drink the blood. Then go back home, and the parent will think, this is my little innocent girl. I was talking with the girl, this girl should be about 14 or 15. There was a boy who was standing right there, who was waiting for her, because I intercepted them. And, was, and you will not believe it. The boy was like, she's my sister. We are going somewhere. Let's so I was like, I suspected that they were not family member. But how did I know? You will not, I, I'm talking about just some humor. As I was talking, the boy was busy putting his hand in his deep. I was like, oh, we are going I'm not lying. I'm telling you the gospel truth. I will not stand here to start lying. I have not seen such a thing before. So I said to myself, so you can see that the school is failing. The home is failing. But let's come. The church cannot afford to fail. 
to say this because I hear that about three Sundays ago, um, one of our team rebuked one of the children in church and the mother said thereafter, she's not coming to church again. And what was it that was corrected? Because they had to tell me later on that the girl was, she's been coming to church for some time, but on this particular day, she was coming and she was dressed so crazily that she cannot even bend to pick a pen without you seeing her panties. Of course, in that case, the home has failed, the school has failed, for crying out loud, should we say because we are looking for your offering, no now tell you the truth? No, that is blood money. Or because we don't want you to leave the church, we see that you are raising a prostitute as a daughter. Now, some of you know that you can't correct them anymore. But the way this girl is going, she's going to end up very badly. Now, do you know the beauty of the church? They are godly people who actually have your interests. It's not, it's a, we rarely run one another because we genuinely care for one another. Oh, you are angry with us because we insisted that hey girl this is now you ought to dress oh yeah go home and come back say, i will never come back and you the mama too say oh you said my dad no oh no you are making a mistake because now you are taking that institution which is the last resort and you are rubbishing it in front of her how can she fear god again it's a mistake. Even if you don't agree with what you have done, you don't do it in front of the child. So that the child will still know that ah, which I should have the fear of God. You can then come to the people behind say, I didn't like the way you said my daughter home. It really pained me. But you come to the child and say, you too have been telling you. Is it not what I've been telling you to dress well, to do this? And you armor it and armor it and armor it. That's how it's supposed to be. But not that you two, you carry the thing and you are saying all sorts of rubbish in front of the church. Now, when the church too fails, who should teach the children? Who? Who should teach the children? You see, most of those children who are singing here, if I was the pastor who was going after a visit, they were raised. My wife, if at next Sunday I, we are going to start another class again, I told her, today is the last Sunday you will sit in church. We have created that my office is not used after that. Gather some of these ones because and teach them again. We want to be deliberate. How can I hear that one GSS one and two are making blood covenant, raising drinking blood? Even from where? Primary sister. Yeah. You say primary sister too. Drinking blood, and we are just there saying, Praise the Lord, make your tight and your offering. Let us know. There is more to it. Every tight, every offering, if it is not going towards changing life, is a useless church. If all that we do is all this camera and everything, and we pastor wears nice suits, and people's life are being spoiled, that pastor, his judgment will be far worse. Let's face the fact. The money we contribute, the tithe we pay is for one thing. We are putting all our resources together that we, I cannot do it alone. I cannot do it alone. Let's put it together. Let the warrior, let's help God's work do it. Let it go further. So that is what the word, the church stands for. The, for crying out loud, the church is not a clapping center. 
It's not a singing center. It's a place where the word of God ought to transform our lives collectively. Amen. So don't be angry with us. We can look the other way. There were about last year or two years ago, there was a woman in this church. The two daughters were still here. We began to rebuke them like that. In fact, on that particular day, it, that's why we don't joke with the house fellowship. They were supposed to be at the house fellowship. We didn't see them, quite a number of them. So somebody told us that all these boys and all these youth in church, they've gone to one club to have a birthday. We gather all our pastors. And they, you think we are EFCC. They stormed that club straight. Scattered up and got those children. And some of them began to abuse our pastors. Then one of the women, this mother, sent me a voice message. You this useless pastor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, she abused me. Of course. They abused Jesus too. If you are a pastor that everybody is celebrating you, you are an evil pastor. Bible says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. Unless you are made a covenant or an alignment with say, watch out for pastor that everybody celebrates. No. It's, it's not talking about the real issue. He's a diplomatic pastor. He knows how to play here and play here and play there without offending anybody. Fast forward. Two years later, those two girls now have children. One of those children, we gave a scholarship to, be, to go to university and we said, go to ICANN. We will sponsor you until you become a chartered accountant. We, we gave that scholarship in church for one of those girls. That we are going to sponsor you until you become a chartered accountant. Yeah. Hmm. If they go and sponsor you, then they will need to start doing like this, doing like this. Don't go, the mother said. That child today. <laughs> you think you can train them alone? Go ahead. But that means you are wiser than God who established the church. The church cannot afford to fail. Believers, we cannot afford to fail. This is the last line of resource we must stand together to keep the church in what it's supposed to be and kick the devil out of every home, out of every school, out of every life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I came here to apologize if I've offended you. That my apology is that I will still offend you. So I'm apologizing for the offense that I have not done in advance. Because maybe after today's service you'll be offended. All right, you cannot be around me and not be offended for after so unless you are in line. But if you are like this, you will not even. Somebody said he has not seen where the people are sent away. We actually sent one of our pastors away from here. Oh yeah. Why should we not send him? Because by the time we investigated, a pastor who was passing our branch who was sleeping with church member in the church office there, and you said we should keep him in church all the day, and he was not ready to change. One thing is to sin, another thing is to realize you have done wrong and repent. But when you are still doing boga with your sin, you are a demon-possessed person. Wait, 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 what is that? <laughs> Do you think such a person can like me? No. 
unless he has repented and realized that what he has done is wrong. The church cannot afford to fail. And it is not only pastor that can do it. It takes the contribution of every member. See, I have never, by the grace of God, touched 50 cobble from the offering of this church. No. I have never bought as small as say, give me, take the offering, buy me Coca-Cola. No. The church money is not my money. It's not my money. My account and church account have never been the same. I have never diverted 50 cobble to my personal account from the account of this church. It's not my money. It is not my money. My wife is not our money. My children know it's not our personal property. We bought the property over several millions of naira, and you will not see me put my personal name there. We were doing that. We are still doing approval with Lagos State. They said that it is easier to use my personal name to do the approval because of tax than to use the name of the board of the trustees. I said, let them use the name of the board of the trustees. Let's use the church name. Let's use the church name. Not my, my personal name. Because it's not my property. If church people can do them pay for it, so be it. But it's not, it's not going to be my property. It's not my personal property. Neither is it the property of my children. We must get it right. We must bring sanity and sanctity to the house of God. No one pastor can do it alone. We must put our hands together. You see these children, they know things you don't know they know. I'm telling you the truth. They know things you don't know that they know. And when you are hiding, they just laugh in their eyes. <laughs> and they too will pretend. You too, you are like that. Were you not like that? Ah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. This is one of the reasons you also see us talk about our house fellowship. Like those children we went to go and bring from that party, that beer parlor that day, we're having party and those things. If not for the house fellowship in the evening, they will have all come in. They were all in church, not knowing that they had a plan after service. They received in church, but by the evening, because we did not see them where we ought to see them, we are able to activate our mechanism. The fellowship in the church is not to invade your privacy. It's to keep knowing that from this altar, we cannot see everything. I cannot know everything. But you see, by joining those fellowships, you too, you have your contribution in the life of one child, in the life of one boy, in the life of one girl, in the life of one man, in the life of one woman. And, you know, the thing is broken down small, 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 so that we all can care genuinely for one another. Do not let the past experiences you have had in time past change you. Always try and believe the best that things can be better. Praise God. So I see today in the evening again, I want to encourage you. Please attend your house fellowship. Let every one of us do our... What is happening? Okay, I think it's this speaker. It's this speaker. It's the sound team. They want us to remember them. So we should keep doing your own contribution. Your fellowship, as you are joining that fellowship and going out, going out, winning souls, discipling them, your contribution also to the kingdom of God. 
Because then you will get to know things that the pastor will not know. Before you know it, you also help this person, help that person report it, and the church becomes a stronger and better place. I see the church becoming stronger, becoming better, fulfilling our mandate in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for this short exhortation. I pray that, Lord, the church will remain stronger and the gate of hell will not prevail against our church. We will keep advancing and the gate of hell will not prevail. Thank you because you are strengthening us. In Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed. Alright. Now, put your hands together one more time for Jesus. If that is the old service, I think it's worth it. Alright. Now, unleashing the power of God's word. Unleashing the power of God's word. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things, upholding all things by the word of his power. Upholding all things by the word of his power. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God? Colossians 1.15 The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or power or things. All things were what? All things were what? Can we say together, all things were created by him? The Bible is showing us today that the word of God is the ultimate. Like I shared with you in the first service, the word of God was before the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus submits to the authority of the word of God. The name of Jesus cannot do anything contrary to the word of God. All things were made by the word, not even by the name of Jesus. So what does that mean? If you are a Christian who only gives yourself to prayer and not study of the word, one day you will enter into error. If you are a Christian who, who, who only knows how to pray, but do not know how to study or give yourself to the word of God, after some time your prayer life will be frustrated. Because the name of Jesus is answerable to the word of God. Never joke with the word of God. Never undermine the power of the word. That is why I'm saying, sharing with you, unleashing the power in the word. In the book of Luke chapter 8, the Bible says the word of God is the seed. The Bible says that a sower went out to sow. He said, when you put the word of God into the ground, it has the capacity to generate and bring forth mighty trees that can benefit generations upon. Say with me the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17, the Bible says, Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 verse 17. But Hebrews 11 6 then says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. In other words, faith ushers in the power of God. But the power of God cannot be present without the word of God. So anytime you are in need of God's power, 
all you need to know is that that power is where in the world the power of God in his fullness is in the word of God hallelujah somebody your word level determines your result level in life your word level will determine the result level you have in life in the book of John chapter 15 verse 17 the Bible says if ye abide in me and my words abide in you if ye abide in me and my words abide in you ye shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you there are two ways we can receive from God you receive from God through the name of Jesus John chapter 4, 16 verse 23 to 24 says and in that day ye shall ask me nothing for verily I say unto you whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name ask the father in my name he will give it to you but do you know that you can ask God in the name of Jesus and still not receive why because John 15 17 says if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you will and it shall be done now there are, these are two ways you ask by the name of Jesus you ask and receive through the authority of the word of God but when we put the two together let's strike a balance one will not fail the name of Jesus cannot fail to give you but may not produce what you want why because you see for instance you are asking something in the name of Jesus that is not in agreement with the word you are not going to receive the answer to that prayer the way you wanted it to because that name works in agreement always with the word but when you have the word of God in you you cannot ask amiss because whatever you are asking based on the word is already in alignment in agreement with god himself so you can pray in the name of jesus and miss you can miss it but you cannot pray with the word and miss is somebody with me are you you can pray in the name of jesus and miss and miss road with it but you cannot pray with the word of god and miss because the word of god is god himself the word of God is the will of God. The word of God is the totality of God himself. It does not undermine the authority that is in the name of Jesus. The word of God only magnifies the name of Jesus more. Is somebody with me today? Say with me the word of God. In the book of Acts chapter 19 verse 14, we read the story of some seven boys called the sons of Sceva. Something happened there when they began to cast out demons. Verse 15 says, And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Verse 16, And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped, the man in whom the spirit was, leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. They wanted to cast out evil spirits. Evil spirit ended up casting them out. Why? Because they lack content of the word. The evil spirit said, I know Jesus. Jesus is the word. I know Paul. Paul is, was the one that wrote in Colossians 3 verse 16. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 1. He said that you will increase in the knowledge of his will. Now you can 
I have bankrupt of knowledge. You can't cast me out. Is somebody with me? The word of God is the ultimate power of God. When you joke with the word of God in your life, you are joking with the ultimate power of God. And let me say this. Christians who take the word of God for granted always resort to other things. Because after some time they will be frustrated. When you see Christians who are falling victim of fake prophets, Christians who are falling victim of 419 prophets, Recently, the police arrested a man who in Oshobo state or Osho state, and uh, this man went to the Abali that he wants to do money ritual, and he actually became the ritual himself. He, he went by the time they gave him the substance that was supposed to make him rich, he, he became unconscious and they sliced him to pieces, and they then sold his part to other people who wanted to do ritual. It's in the news, go and check it out. It became the ritual of money. Why? There is no quick answer anywhere. If you think God is slow, try the devil. Then you actually know. Whatever fast food the devil starts you, will only lead to constipation. You will vomit it at last. There was a man in our church some years ago. Buy Bible, you will not buy come for Bible study, you will not come. But they, they are the type that are driven with visions. You are always looking at somebody to see something and tell you. I can see something and tell you, but do you know the danger of it? A lot of that, when somebody sees what is not supposed to see and tell you what is not supposed to tell you, you still go ahead with it. This man was being blessed with his wife. I think the wife was selling a car or something like that. And he just bought a bike. Then he was moving on one of the streets. He said the man stopped him. When the man stopped him, the man said, I can see you. And of course, the man gave some things. Your name is this. Your address is this. This and this. Now I have something to tell you. What is it? Your wife is a witch. Your wife is the one behind your predicament. And um, blah, blah, blah. He said some kind of thing. Now you need to go and divorce your wife. Bring some candles. Bring any time anybody is praying for you and it lands in money, you have missing 419. Because the bo bottom line is you have to buy something. Any prayer, any vision that is not free is not from God. Buy this, buy that. One, the, the other pipeline at um, Beg, um, where is that? Isheri area that busted. Do you know what busted? Uh, the people, the prophet and the woman went to go and kill, uh, carry chicken for sacrifice with several of a candle. By the time they used the kitchen and the chicken on, on our very well, put the chicken down at Isheri there lights the chicken to set on fire they caught the fire because they were oil spilled at, on the water already so do you know what happened the chicken survived and they both died it went, it's in the news the, the chicken asked for day she <laughs> but it's pathetic you heard of the celebrity the other day that died that went to a particular church to, to kneel down and they were using perfume to spray him, to spray him with candles and the perfume cut and the candles and him became one and nothing can separate them. Because it was, you see, this is what happens to a generation who don't have time for the word of God. They want somebody to have it for them. If all your life depends on what you hear from me, you cannot fulfill your destiny. 
You have to go into that secret place yourself and know what God is saying for yourself. No pastor can replace your personal time with God. No church is church enough to replace your secret place with God. Get it right. Any man that tells you you don't need the Bible, you don't need to study the Bible, you don't need to spend time with God, has actually become your God. You don't need to pray to God anymore. Is somebody with me today? The word of God. What is in the word? Number one, the breakthrough power of God. The breakthrough power of God is in the word. Ezekiel 37 verse 1 to 6. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Verse 2. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Whatever is called very dry in your life, by this word today, God is sending his life into it. There is a turnaround in the name of Jesus. They were very dry. See, this was describing a situation of hopelessness. A situation where the doctors cannot do anything about it anymore. A situation where it's gloom and doom. Maybe you have a diagnosis report and they have shown you what the result is. That this thing is not curable. Maybe you have a report in your hand right now and they said nothing can be done. You have no womb. Your womb is leaking. Your womb is damaged. You have past age. You, are, you, have, you, you have been sacked in that place and they don't recall people when they sack them anymore. You see, whatever is called irreversible, there is one thing that can reverse it. It is the word of God. You see, Ezekiel 37 was revealing to us the extent one of the major power of God's word that it can reverse the irreversible it can change what appears unchangeable say with me the word of God verse 4 says verse 3 and he said unto me son of man can these bones live and I answered only God oh I said oh Lord God thou knowest verse 4 then said and he said unto me Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye bones, is that what he said? O ye bones, is that what he said? O ye bones, is that what he said? Look at your Bible. O ye bones, is that what is written? What is it that was written there? O ye dry bones, pause. Dry bones, hopeless situations, incredible situation. Daughter can do nothing. Your employer can do nothing. Your mother can do nothing about it. Your husband cannot do anything about it. There are situations that we confront in life that even medical science becomes useless. Those are dry bones. Situations that medical advancement have not been able to catch up with the nature of that disease. Those are dry bones. Situations that by all means the antecedent shows that when you cross this line there is no going back. When they give you the sack letter, nothing can be done. When they tell you go, they can't tell you to come anymore. When this happens, this cannot happen. But I have come to announce to you that every dry bones are here. And the only year they are is the year to hear the word of God. That sickness has years. That 
unemployment has ears. That marital crisis has ears. That cancer has ears. That your child has ears. Why? Because there is nothing God created that does not have ear to hear the voice of the maker. Everything God created knows how to hear the voice of God. Say, so, oh, ye dry bones. And say, so, what do you say today? Say to hear the word of the Lord. How can a dry bone, who human being said is not alive anymore, hear the word of the Lord? Because you see, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, God created everything. In John chapter 1, the Bible says, all things were created by the word. And the word has the passcode for everything. It has the passcode of your health. He has the passcode of your career. He has the passcode to your destiny. God's word has the passcode. All you need is die the word of God and that situation will respond. Do you know what happened? Look forward to it. Verse 6. Oh, verse 5. Thus said the Lord unto these bones, Behold, I will cause bread to enter into you and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. I am saying to you, you will live and not die. Your marriage will live. Everything that is dying today by the power of God's word, I prophesy, let them live. Let them live in the name of Jesus. Say you shall live. The thing was called dry and buried. The word of God said you shall live. You shall live. Daughters, I've told you you have how many days left. I'm telling you, you will live. You, I said you will live. Your child looks as if he cannot know God anymore. That child will still serve God. Your husband looks as if he cannot change anymore. I'm telling you, your husband will still serve God. Your wife looks as though she cannot change anymore. I'm telling you, that woman will change for the better. Oh, they have sacked you. I'm telling you, by the power of God, so they will still recall you, or God will give you a better job. In the name of Jesus, dry bones can live again. What is the answer? The word of God. The word of God causes every dry bones to live. Now, there's something important that we should see here. I would like us to go to verse 7. Something very important happened. Or oh, verse 9. Then said he unto me. Now after the bones came together. No, maybe you have missed something. Go to verse 7. Go to verse 7. Let's see what happened. So I prophesied as I was commanded. To prophesy means to speak the word of God. He began to release the word of God to the dry bones. And what happened? There was a noise, and behold, a shaking. This week, there's going to be the noise of joy in your house. Somebody's not claiming, I said, this week, there's going to be joyful noise in your house. This is your week of joyful noise. You have come here today. You will return with a shout of hallelujah. Within the next seven days, you are returning with a joyful noise. In the name of Jesus, shout amen. There was, you know why this noise was so important? Because in the grave, there is something called dead silence. 
silence is what was supposed to be in the grave. But when the power of God's word hit that grave, people began to yet screaming, dancing, shouting in the grave. A place where there was silence. Listen to me. Maybe your pot has been empty. Your pocket has been silent. Your career has been silent. Your marriage has been silent. Whatever it is that are taking joyful noise away, this week, by the power of God's word, you are going to sing for joy again. You are going to sing for joy this week. In the name of Jesus. Say with me, I receive it. Yeah. Is God make noise in the grave. Can you imagine? You begin to hear when you pass the grave at Yaba. Begin to hear. Some of you, I know that the next thing you pick your shoe. <laughs> you will not wait to hear the drummer. But that's how powerful the word of God can be. People don't expect something good to come out of your life anymore. Out of your marriage. Out of the life of your children. Out of your home. But I say to you, something good will begin to come out from today. That same business that appears that it has finished. I tell you, within the next four months, you will see what you have not seen before for good in the name of Jesus. It is not over yet. I say it's not over yet. You see, our Malabrada Shiketasababa. You see, you are going forth into this new week by the word of God. You are going forth into this new week. Something is going to be turned around in your business. I don't know whose business I'm prophesying, but that business, you yourself, you are getting fed up. You look as if you should give up. Now, go back by this word. This week, you are going to see a turn around in that business. I said, you are going to see a turn around in that business. By the power of God's word, your business will not die in the name of Jesus. Your marriage looks as if it's over. Every time it's quarreling. Quarreling, 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 quarreling. You quarrel today, you quarrel tomorrow. Hear what the Lord is saying. You are about to go for your second honeymoon. Because your weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. By the power of God's word, you are entering to a new season of joy in your marital destiny. In the name of Jesus. 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 Oh. You look as if you can't marry again. Ah, you look at yourself, they call you old woman. Was Sarah not old when the Lord gave her the fruit of the womb? Listen to me. With God, nothing shall be impossible. I prophesy into somebody's life today by the authority of God's word. That which look impossible, that which look unthinkable, that which look unbelievable, that which does not make sense to man. This very week, I said this very week, I said this very week, you will not return without sharing that testimony. This is the week of your testimony. This is the season of your turnaround in the name of Jesus. Shout yes, Lord. It is for me. Say yes, Lord. It is for me. Yes, Lord. It is for me. Yes, Lord. It is for me. Hallelujah. Dry bones. Dry bones. Dry bones. Dry career. Dry business. Dry marriage. Maybe your child should have been reading and cannot read. Dry situation. Maybe you are of age, you cannot even read as you are here. But listen to me. 
the word of God is bringing a turnaround today to your life. I said it's bringing a turnaround today, 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 in the name of Jesus. It's happening now. I said it is happening now. 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 Verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 8. No, verse 7. Say that verse 7. Say that. And behold, a shaking and the bones came back together. Bone to bone. Whatever it is the devil has stolen from you. This week, God is restoring it back. Whatever the enemy has stolen from your life. This very week, God is restoring it back to you. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your right and say, I receive them back. Lift up your right and say, I receive them back. In the name of Jesus. Shout Amen. Verse 9. But something is still missing. The bone came back to bone. The human being were just lying down there. Then the Bible says that. Then he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. There are two kinds of life that is being spoken about here. The first situation was that the bones were scattered. Now the first life the first miracle when he prophesied the bones came together and they stood as a man but yet they were not moving there was no activity the initial activity just brought it together but it was not yet perfected so God looked at the situation and said, something is lacking, is breath. Let me tell you what I'm about to reveal to you. Before, your problem was that you were not married. You prayed and prayed. You got married. That was the first phase. But now that you are married, the marriage is not what you expected it to be. You need a second breath. Before you were believing God for the fruit of the womb. Now you have the children, but the children are giving you problems. You need a second breath. Before you were looking for money to start business. But now you have started a business. But now the problem is that the business is not working. You need a second breath. Before your problem was that you wanted to go to school. Now you have graduated. But now there is no job. You need a second breath. Before 
your own was that oh uh, you were believing God for a wife now you have the wife but you she's not what you want that the days are not going you your marriage is like hell on earth you need a second breath before you were believing God for a job now you have the job but you've been there no promotion others have been promoted but nothing is happening to you you need a second breath there, there are different levels that the word of God can produce results if God gave you the job he will give you the promotion if God gave you the marriage he will give you the joy in the marriage if God gave you the children then he will know how to perfect your children's health if God gave you the business then God can make the business work better whatever God started it does not have it does not have abandoned projects he's able to complete everything he has started but how do you let God continue what has started? The case is still what started it is what can perfect it. The word of God started it is the word of God that can perfect it. The word of God started it is the word of God that can perfect it. The word of God started it when Ezekiel prophesied. The bones came back to bones and God said to him, Now, the same thing that gave the bones back together is what can bring breath into it. Why are you discouraged? God does not have an abandoned project. I am saying to your discouraged heart today, God is not true yet with you. You have finished the school, but he knows you already need a job. You have reached the age of marriage. What cannot kill you cannot stop you from getting married. You are now here with the food without the fruit of the womb. What cannot stop you from getting married cannot stop you from giving birth. Ha! Ah, the word of God is the breakthrough power of God. It can change any situation. All you need to do is to learn to engage it. Is somebody with me? All you need to do is to learn to engage it. So he said to Ezekiel, prophesy again. Prophesy again. Prophesy again. Do you know the problem? The problem is that we are busy with everything but not with the word of God. You are busy with your business. You are busy trying to make the marriage work. You are busy trying to make the children better. You are busy with everything. But right now, for this breakthrough to happen, you need to stay with the word. You need to be busy with the word. You need to soak in that word. And you need to have the discipline to continuously release the word of God. Look at what happened when he released the word. You see, the, the wind here, was referring to the Holy Spirit. The wind in Ezekiel 37 verse 9, the word wind is the same Hebrew word for spirit in Genesis chapter 1. When the Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved over the surface of the deep. But you realize also that even though the Spirit of God was around, nothing was happening until the Word of God go forth. Until God sent forth his word, the spirit had nothing to act upon. It's not that God is not seeing the situation you are in. It's not that God is not privy to the challenges. 
But the thing is that you are not giving God what he needs to work with. God needs the word to be able to bring his breakthrough power to work in your life. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And the spirit of the almighty God move upon the face of the deep. Move upon the chaos. But that spirit could not do anything by itself. And, that was it. and God said, the, the spirit was waiting for that word. The spirit was waiting for that word. When God said, let there be light, the spirit then moved upon the word. But where was the spirit all along? He has been there. But there was no word to walk with. Why are you leaving your house without the word? And you are complaining that your boss is not treating you well. Some of the people you are competing with, they've tied something in their house in the morning, in their, on their waist. Some of your people in the workplace, they, are, they have gone by week to make different decisions. Some of the people, they, have, they will not leave house without tying something in their hand. And you, you are living without the word of God. You are complaining, no customers. No, you are making a mistake. Get busy every morning. Wake up and stay with the word. Do it like me. Go out prophesying the word into your business. You say to, to your business, whatever I do shall prosper. This business cannot fail. You say to your health, it was wounded for my transgression. It was bruised for my iniquity. The testament of my peace was upon me. By his stripes I am healed. I don't have this situation. I don't have this health challenge. Jesus has nailed it to the cross. You see, begin to release the word of God and the spirit of God will begin to perform his work in your life. It's the word that is lacking. It's not that God has not answered your prayer. It's the word that God needs to walk. Look at what happened. Go back to Ezekiel 37. When he began to release, just like in Genesis chapter 1, when he began to release 37 verse 13, 37 verse 10, sorry. So, I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them. The Holy Spirit came into them. When he released the word, the Holy Spirit came. When he released the word, the Holy Spirit came. When he released the word, I prophesied as I was commanded. And the breath came into them. The breath was around already. The breath was just waiting for the word. It was the word that was making the situation Look as if it's not shame because the absence of the word means absence of life. Acts chapter 10, verse 44. The Bible says, While Peter yet spake the word, the Holy Spirit came upon them. Anytime you need the power of God to move, release the word of God. This week is your week of breakthrough. I want to say to you today, this is where I'm going to stop today. Because I want you to pray. You cannot afford to remain at this level. If you allow this health condition, it will kill you. But you are not going to die of this sickness. You are not going to die of this disease. You, are, you have one life, and that life you are going to enjoy it and not live it in sorrow. You see, this marriage will work. This, your children will make you happy. This, your business will work. All you need is to what? Send the word. Send the word. And the word began to create things. This is miracle time. I don't know what is dry in your life. I don't know what is not working. I don't know what is giving you difficult situation. This week, you are not going to see that situation again. 
because my God through his power is going to bring a turnaround. I think it's time for us to pray. Stand to your feet with me, everybody. I, you deserve a miracle. You deserve a breakthrough. You deserve a turnaround. What is in the word of God? The breakthrough power of God. The breakthrough power of God is in the word of God. The breakthrough power of God is in the word of God. The breakthrough power of God is in the word of God. How many of you are believing God for that breakthrough today? First and foremost, say, Father, I thank you for your word. That is bringing breakthrough to my life. Thank you for your word. That is bringing breakthrough to my life. Lift your voice and thank God for his word. Lift your voice and thank God for his word. Oh, yes.
you have been looking for a job, no job. You are taking this capsule. Some of the CVs you have sent, whatever has overshadowed them, is lifting now. If you are a woman here, there is limit to what you can do. You cannot force a man to marry you. But listen to me. God is going to bring a turn around to you today. Whatever it is that is stronger than you, whatever it is that looks unachievable, unsurmountable, today as you pray, using this same word of God that made the dry bones to come alive by the power of the word, there is going to be a turnaround. You are going to return with a shout of testimony. Amen. Listen to me. It says, verse 23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever, does that include you? Does that include you? Does that include you today? Does that include you? Yes, sir. So you can put your name there. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. What, what has happened to the mountain? It's easier to say to the mountain, Be removed from Agege to Orile Agege. From land to land, but to tell the mountain be removed across the sea. That means that the mountain we have to keep moving until it sees a sea. The word of God here he rise, mesmerized, catalyzed, you know, it, it brutalized that mountain. It is a move to land because it's easier for one mountain to move from one place of land to another land. It's a move from land to where? To the sea. In other words, to really show where God shows up. He will mesmerize that doctor's report today. I don't know whatever it is that looks on air. Today is your own day of testimony. God brought you here for an encounter with the power of his word. To move and be cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall ask. He shall have. He shall have. He shall have. What do you want to have today? What do you want to have today? So when you say this word, you shall have it. God is giving you a free ticket today. He's giving you a free ticket right now. He shall have whatsoever. He said, now I want to take this scripture. Now say, Father, I come before your throne of grace on the authority of Mark chapter 11 verse 23. On the authority of your word. And I say to this mountain in my life. I say to this mountain confronting my life. I say to this mountain. Be thou removed. And be cast into the sea. Let me tell you one of the things that it also means. It means. When he's cast into the sea, he cannot return back to land. The mountain will then need a canoe to come back. And which canoe wants to carry the mountain back? It means it is solved forever. 
so forever. If it was on land, it can easily get assistance from other mountains. But now that it's in the sea, it means it is relocated forever. Are you ready to pray now? Yes. I want to use five good minutes to talk to that enough is enough. I refuse to continue my life like this. Be removed from my life right now and be cast into the sea. Cancer be removed. Fireboy be removed. I'm the be removed. Don't bless them be removed. Whatever it is that is a mountain in your life, lift your voice and talk to God. Speak to me right now.
enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I said to you, enough is enough. for you in the name of Jesus I speak to any form of health challenge every form of health challenge afflicting and oppressing your life today in the name of Jesus you are delivered forever you are delivered forever whatever is called blind partial blindness total blindness Today your sight is recovered in the name of Jesus. Every year, partial or total deafness in the name of Jesus. Let your ear be open to hear clearly now in the name of Jesus. Every child that cannot speak well, every child that, that is of age but cannot do what he or she is supposed to do, by the creative word of God, I send for the word of God into the life of that child and into your own life. Right now, let there be perfection of that health in the name of Jesus. Every business that is facing any form of challenges, today, that challenge turn to testimony in the name of Jesus. Every embargo on your career life that is not making you to move forward in your career, 
every form of embargo on your career that embargo is hereby lifted in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus anyone of marriageable age but the veil of the enemy has covered you whatever has entered you from entering into your marital destiny today I say enough is enough enough is enough these are the daughters and the sons of Abraham don't they desire to be free you deserve to be free therefore by the covenant that have engrafted us into the lineage of Abraham Abraham our father was married and he had children and he died in a good old age by that Abrahamic covenant today enter into the fulfillment of your marital destiny in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus it was never recorded that Abraham had marital crisis it was never recorded that the wife the load of Sarah was thrown out it was never recorded that Abraham was divorced therefore any marriage that is suffering crisis anything called marital crisis today is over forever in your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus even in a good old age is still got married those of you who the enemy say you cannot get married anymore because of your age factor Abraham got married in his old age in the name of Jesus let your marital destiny be restored now in the name of Jesus let your marital destiny be restored now now I pray for every student here who are not doing well in their academics sound mind today is your portion in the name of Jesus the last time you failed was the last time you failed the last time you struggled academically was the last one from today I decree every student in under this commission rise and begin to excel in the name of Jesus now as you go forth into this week nothing shall be impossible for you the favor of God such as you have never enjoyed before in the remaining days of 2021 you will enjoy supernatural favor men will favor you circumstances will favor you situation will favor you enter into your favor in the name of Jesus your season of financial dryness is over forever you will no longer pay for bread anyone under financial crisis today before this month is over enter into a new realm of financial breakthrough because the word of God contains the breakthrough power of God go forth today and break through to your next level so shall it be in Jesus wonderful name I have prayed shout a louder amen all let's bow and all let's close before we close if you are here you are not born again or at the viewing center you are watching online there is only one thing that gives the devil the authority to stop a prayer that is prayed in the name of Jesus. 
and that is when you do not surrender to the authority of that name yourself so today you want me to say pastor please pray for me I don't want anything to hinder my prayer I know I'm a sinner but I want to make things right with God maybe you are the viewing center or you are in this church you want to say pastor I want to be a born again child of God I want to start a new life in Christ Jesus congratulations today that's why God has brought you here so if you are that person just place your right hand on your chest you want to give your life to Jesus place your right hand on your chest God bless you you are making the greatest decision of your life place your right hand on your chest I want to pray for you right now now say this once after me say dear Heavenly Father thank you for giving me the opportunity to be born again today I come to you dear Lord Jesus just as I am I confess with my mouth that I am a sinner in need of your salvation I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins and you rose again on the third day from today dear Lord Jesus please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior wash all my sins away with your precious blood and please write my name in the book of life thank you Lord Jesus for saving my soul today I boldly declare I am born again because Jesus has saved my soul in Jesus name Amen Father I thank you for those ones who have given their life to Christ everywhere I commend these ones to you and to the word of your grace that they shall be rooted and grounded in your kingdom forever I pray that these ones will be fruitful in their work with you Lord thank you for saving these souls Father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed shout amen, amen. now how many of you prayed that prayer from the depth of your heart let me see you you gave your life to Jesus you prayed that prayer from the depth of your heart wow I can see some of you there please come I want to pray for you let me just quickly pray for you yeah come come just come quickly you pray that prayer from the depth of your heart yeah my brother you can come you can come yes you can come those of you pray that prayer from the dead of your heart, you can come. Just come. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I saw somebody else pray that prayer from the depth of your heart. Just come very quickly. I want to pray for you. You pray that prayer from the depth of your heart. Just come. Yes. Today marks a new beginning in your life. Today marks a new beginning in your life. Father, I commend this one to you, Lord. They have started a new walk with you. Now may every oppressive power of the enemy in your life be broken forever in the name of Jesus. Now I pray for you that today we mark a new chapter of glory to glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Whosoever the Son of God shall set free is free, you are free forever. You are going to bring forth fruit. In Jesus' precious name I have prayed. I want to personally congratulate you. You see that my dear sister wearing this blue thing, she's going to give you a gift. It's a pamphlet. Please take it from her. Then just come back. They are going to just say something to you. Then you come back. All right. Church, can you please put your hands together? Please just follow that, my sister. God bless you. Please welcome Tim. Let me do the name for them. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus one more time, everybody. You may please be seated. Glory be to God. Say with me, I'm encountering the breakthrough power of God. Through his, word. through his word so I want to encourage you again 
don't miss Tuesday service. If for whatever reason you cannot be there, join online. Because what we are doing is helping you go deeper so that the breakthrough power of God's word will bring you higher. And that is your portion in Jesus' name. Can I have amen? We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.rtc.ng. May God bless you.